Hello again, and welcome to another episode of Consciously Blooming. I'm your host, Natalie Green, and I'm so happy to have you here today. So for today's episode, we are jumping back into spring cleaning for the spirit, and this is part two. So last week, like I said, I was going to stick more so to the physical aspect of spring cleaning and how that helps your mental well-being. But this week, I wanted to go over spring cleaning, your mental habits, activities, etc., just your overall character. But as per usual, I will first begin with what I have been into and what I've been up to this week. So what I've been into, I have been religiously wearing my sunglasses lately and specifically my polarized sunglasses. So I got them from a brand called Crap Eyewear. You heard me right, Crap Eyewear. And I found the perfect pair of polarized sunglasses. They are dark green frames with black lenses and they're polarized. So they are really good for protecting your eyes from those harmful UVA and UVB rays from the sun. So you should be taking care of your eyes the same way you take care of your hair and your skin and protecting it because obviously you want to take care of them the most because that's how you see every day and they can be damaged by those rays the same way your skin and hair can. So don't be forgetting about taking care of your eyes, especially as summer comes up. What I have been up to, so I have just gotten back from going to Chicago for work and so my routine was of course completely thrown off, but I have been working on being gentler with myself when kind of straying from my routine in situations like that and not really beating myself up for not having time to go to the gym while I'm gone or not eating as healthy as I would like to. Your routine is not the end-all be-all. That is not how you're going to live your life. Things are going to happen where you can't do what you would normally do or do the things that you would like to be doing. So you can't spend time feeling bad about it, feeling guilty about it and beating yourself up over it. Just try to do the best that you can and move on because your routine, straying from it from a few days is not going to be the end of the world. You're not going to lose all of that progress that you've been working on. And just try to remember that. Be gentle with yourself. Now, jumping right in, just to reiterate what I had said, last week we had discussed the importance of cleaning up our spaces and how that can impact our overall well-being. This week, I want to take the approach of spring cleaning yourself, your character. We are all about growth here at Consciously Blooming. So doing some honest self-reflection and determining where we could use some sprucing up, if you will, is a worthwhile activity. It is important that we are aware of areas that we are strong in, our good qualities, and the areas that can use some work. Another cornerstone of mindfulness is awareness. So we should not be blind to our shortcomings, but acknowledge them and work to improve them. This is also a sign of maturity because obviously it takes some level of maturity to acknowledge the areas that you might not like about yourself really or that you've seen have troubles with a lot of others, maybe a point of contention, something that has pushed others away from you, that has ruined relationships, that has hurt your ability to form new relationships or just habits that aren't serving you. So now I will share a few ways and areas to spring clean for your spirit and your character. Number one, evaluate your diet. 
Now, this isn't about weight loss. I want to emphasize that. This is about eating what makes you feel good, both mentally and physically. Are you putting things into your body that make you feel good about an hour later? How about a day later? How about a week later? Determine what foods might not be making you feel your best and find alternatives for them if you need to or just cut them out. Or perhaps you want to challenge yourself to see if you can go without eating the things that don't particularly make you feel bad, but that you know aren't the best for you. My example was a long time ago, I was drinking a glass of wine and eating dessert every single night. Now, I know the easy thing would be to just cut out the dessert, but I love dessert so much that instead I cut out drinking a glass of wine every night. So I, you know, I still have the not so great part of eating dessert every night, but I'm not drinking the wine and eating dessert. So cutting down a little bit on that sugar can be easier things like that, smaller things like that. It doesn't have to be as drastic as cutting out all sugar or cutting out carbs or cutting out gluten, etc. It can be something small if it's not serving you. There's no need to change your diet if you feel good mentally and physically from it, but just know what's actually making you feel good in the long term, not necessarily in the short term. Like that burger and fries might feel good right then and there, But eating it every day is not going to make you feel super good day after day, right? You want to be feeling your best. And number two, get rid of clothes that don't fit you anymore. I know what you're thinking. Number one, you said that last week. Number two, isn't that physically spring cleaning? This is my encouragement to you to really go through your closet and get rid of clothes that A, don't fit you and B, might not be flattering on you. This is a mental spring cleaning activity because you are reframing your mindset from, quote, but it looked so good on the model or it looked so good on the hanger to remembering that you, you are wearing the clothes. They are not meant to wear you. Do not be saving something for the when I lose five pounds pile. There is no need to have that mentality that someday you will be meant for those clothes. Your body will be right for those clothes. This brings a negative energy into your space and we do not need that going into the rest of the year. You only wear the clothes that you feel good in. They're not wearing you. You're wearing the clothes. Don't keep the clothes that you're waiting to someday be right for. You're right for certain clothes now. Get rid of the ones that are not right for you. Number three, add or subtract from your current routine. Is there anything overly time-consuming in your routine that is maybe no longer providing the results it used to? Or perhaps your goals have changed and there are other habits that would be helpful in reaching that goal. Reevaluate your routines to see where there might be room for improvement, even if it's just subtracting a few things on your plate. Sometimes spending more time doing nothing will help you reach your goals or live a more fulfilled life than adding additional habits that really aren't serving you. Sometimes you need to just be taking that time for yourself, but really do a deep dive into your routines to see what habits you could add that help you reach your journey. Maybe you have a fitness goal. You want to be more defined by the end of the summer. Start adding those fitness tips and fitness activities and habits that will help you reach that goal and subtract those that are not helping you reach that goal. Number four, observe your relationships. 
perhaps there are still some toxic people hanging on in your life that really don't need to be there or someone that's just bringing really negative energy into your spaces. They can be mentally and emotionally draining. Perhaps they overall just make you feel bad, really. Think about how you can take care of yourself while managing these relationships. Consider the types of boundaries that you should set and implement with them. Perhaps you need to recategorize the relationships as a whole. For an example, there is a friend that you will only go to when you have this kind of event planned or if you need XYZ or you know that they're only going to come to you for XYZ or know that you should only reach out to try and hang out with them once every two months, once every three months because they're draining on your energy and you need time to maybe revamp and you're just not ready to cut out that relationship. Just be okay with recategorizing what kind of friend they are. Maybe it's not a see all the time friend. Like I said, maybe it's a see every one to two months kind of thing. Be comfortable with doing that. Be honest with yourself about how relationships are affecting your energies and what that person brings to your life. And I'm not saying they're giving you things or you're only taking. You can also reevaluate how you're impacting other people's lives. If you're going to someone and only asking for things, think about how you're impacting their life. And if you don't want to lose that person or you want to keep that friendship, think about how you can be giving to them, whether it's your time, whether it's words of affirmation, just ways that you can be giving and not always taking. It's a great chance to do some self-evaluation on how you are also performing in those relationships with others. No one likes a person who's always taking. Be a giver more than a taker. Number five, take some time for some self-reflection. This kind of goes with Tip number four, of course, but what are some habits, attitudes, or thoughts that you find yourself feeling or thinking that you don't particularly like? Maybe do a deep dive and try to better understand where these might stem from. Understand that you formed these thoughts, habits, or attitudes likely as a result from a negative experience at some point in your life and accept that this may have served you then. But also acknowledge that it no longer serves you in this current state that you are in, who you have become. And it is time to implement a counteractive habit, attitude, or thought. Now, here's a pretty personal example. Um, I was talking to my friends this weekend on a long drive. And one thought that I have that's been recurring for a very long time and one that I really try to steer clear of and have missed out on really fun, awesome opportunities just to avoid these negative feelings are feeling like a burden. Now, I have done some self-reflection and figured out that this stemmed from, you know, not wanting to feel like a burden. Well, this stemmed from me kind of being an annoying little kid. I was kind of bratty. So people didn't really want to hang out with me, like my older siblings or my older cousins, just because I was annoying. Like it was totally valid. But I think that I've held on to some of those feelings and worried about people still thinking I'm a burden and I'm annoying. But one of my friends helped me reshape that thought and realize that I'm no longer that person. I'm no longer that annoying little kid. And I also always try to remind myself that if I was still that way and my friends thought I was annoying, they just wouldn't hang out with me. I would just have no friends. And I do have friends. So it's just 
exploring those thoughts and exploring how you can reshape those attitudes and habits that are making you miss out on things, making you feel negative about yourself. And this is the perfect time to do that self-reflection. You're spring cleaning your spirit, spring clean those thoughts, habits, attitudes, etc. Right now is a better time than any. Now, lastly, let it go. Really take some time to think about any grudges or hard feelings or situations that may have made you feel negatively in the past and try to work on letting them go. Realize that you are doing yourself more harm than you are to the other person who caused you to feel those negative emotions by holding on to that pain and anger. The person who caused you to feel that way might not even remember the event. There is no reason for you to dwell on that negative emotion and harm your current or future self with these past negative emotions. I guarantee you, they are not dwelling on it the way you are. So don't hold on to it. It's only doing you harm. Practice letting go of things that you might be holding on to that, again, are not serving you. It's a practice. No one's perfect at it, but you can get better at it. So let's start the practice now. Add this habit. Now, this week's episode is not very long, but I hope that you enjoyed some of these these tips and ideas to get you thinking about how you can spring clean yourself, your character, how you walk through life, because it's just a good time to do some self-evaluation. I mean, you're looking at your, your space and seeing how it can better fit your current lifestyle. Why not think about your mental state and how you are thinking and approaching opportunities and situations and how you can better serve yourself and others in those opportunities. This is a great time for that. Spring is all about rebirth and renewal, so why not spruce up yourself? And now I will close with a quote from Steve Mirabile. Quote, it's time for a spring cleaning of your thoughts. It's time to stop just existing. It's time to start living. And with that, I hope you have a wonderful week. Thank you for joining me here today and keep consciously blooming into your best self.